How are you? I'm doing okay. How are you? I'm so good. Does your camera zoom in, zoom out? Do you have like the super techie camera? Uh, it's just on the monitor. Like if I move, I think it moves. There you go. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it only goes so much though. Because it, when you started the camera, it was further out and then it like zoomed in on your face, like yeah, or something. And I just catch on to those things just being a photographer, you know, like yeah, it's the uh Mac Studio display. Oh, okay, that's me. Mac just okay, super cool. I'm gonna write that shit down. I like that cool. I don't know that it's I don't know that it's worth the money that it cost. You know, I I basically well, I mean, there's other monitors out there that are cheaper, but I got it because I have I I converted from PC to Mac and I'm like, if I'm gonna do this, I'm going. I'm going all in, you know, so. Right on. PC to Mac. Yeah, I did that, like, you know, when I first started my business uh, 13 years ago. But it's so funny because I remember having this little Windows and then, like, I have six Macs now just because over time I've had to have different employees and whatnot. But right. it's manifestation. It's just so neat whenever you look back on it and see how we've all manifested stuff without realizing <laughs> <laughs> I was a really big Windows guy, so it was a pretty big jump for me. I just decided to take the leap. Okay, so have you done this before? I have not. Um, so it's really just a conversation that I have with people, and from that... I get to just talk about emotions and stuff that comes through and sensations and, and things. And I never claim that I'm God. And I certainly never say that I know it all. In fact, it's so weird that I do this for a living now because I think I'm kind of an idiot. <laughs> you know, one of my friends uh, turned me on to you because she, you've done some family photos for her. Um, sure. Her husband actually kind of passed suddenly. Um, I don't know if you know who Holly Tate is. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So we went to high school together and um, her and I are good friends. And, you know, I was actually talking to her about some other stuff that I've seen, you know, on TikTok or whatever. And um, she's like, well, there's a guy locally that does it, you know, and if you're going to do it, then you might as well. You know, so then I kind of looked you up and listen to some of your podcast stuff so I was like okay like let's let's give this a shot cool well I'm so glad you, you're giving me the trust to do this experience because I do know that it's a big deal and it's um it's a sensitive one at that um but it's a really neat one um it's an enlightening one um your spiritual team automatically just want me to tell you that they know that you're trying to find answers there's big universal answers. There's like big questions you have. It's almost very, uh, you do a lot of stuff private. You have a lot of things on the private part of you. That's like, you you probably go through your own process on your own. You probably examine right. things behind closed doors because everything is back here. So you're probably, do you ever have migraines? Uh, I mean, from time to time, nothing like, Okay, but I, when I do get them though, I do get them on the back of my head. Okay, so that's going to be, that's, uh, that's when you need to decompress from doing your emotions on your own. Gotcha. You just need to know that because okay. 
uh, that's going to save you from having to take any Tylenol or any medication or any hospital bullshit. Fair. Okay. Got it. <laughs> Cause I, I just don't think you would prefer that. I don't think that you would prefer the doctors or the medication. I prefer, I think that Man, you I'm so, I so like try to not go as much as possible. Yeah. That's what I'm getting from the back of the head is um, yeah. I'm convinced myself I'm okay because I'm fine with it. And so it just disappears when really we just call it denial. And it's just one of those things that we can just work at our energies. Um, so you are very, you are an organized discombobulated person. <laughs> yeah. That makes a little bit of sense. So you know what you're doing, even when you don't know what you're doing, because what you trust is that regardless of what comes your way, the outcome is something that either you can't control or control. And either way, you can control the outcome of you being aphased or bothered by it. And this sensation is allowing your growth to go more. And this is a new thing. This is a new pivot. This is a new way of thinking, I believe, because your mind has shifted. Is this from your dad passing? Uh, I mean, I don't know that it's related to that. I would say on maybe on the business side, there's been some, you know, different competition out there. So it's like, how do we continue to differentiate ourselves and continue to, um, I don't know, provide a service that others can't copy? So it, it's been it's a new undertaking is what I'll say. So it's, that's been something that's pretty recent. Um, so I don't know if that's kind of what you're thinking of, or that's what it kind of sticks out to me. Okay. So what I'm connected to is the, the core of your body. So this isn't going to be a earthly objective. It will be a spiritual knowing okay. that, are reframing the way that you believe life is a thousand percent my mom is extremely christian thank and you wait 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 because all those questions you have all those big answers they want to freaking give me to give to you i'm like whoa 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 because he has a belt of conviction that is deep and you guys aren't even showing that to him yet and i'm over here like arguing with your spiritual team <laughs> yeah so you probably get this a lot being in the Bible Belt, and I think I've seen you mention this before, where it's like they believe if you partake in something like this, that it's like the Ouija board and yeah. bad stuff's going to happen and totally. you know, all of that, yes. right? So, you know, also I think that people that are extremely uh, aligned with the Bible 100% believes that something like this isn't possible so if they were to partake in something like this, and it would be undeniable that there's things that you say that they can't deny, then that makes them now question the last 50 years of their life and what they've believed for the last 50 years. So there's a little bit of, you know. So what you're describing is their lack of due diligence when it comes to the accountability to the pain they created. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of where the about that for a moment okay because here's here's kind of what's coming through with me i gotta acknowledge those some things though one moment because lack of accountability i need to write that down
Is your dad's dad also in spirit? Yeah, he. My dad's dad passed when I was probably like eleven. Okay, what's April? Do you understand fourth of a month or April? Hmm. So if if not right away, that's fine. We put it to so, the side. So no. So so uh, so my birthday. My stepsister's birthday. Yeah, they said is in April. That stepsister. Yeah. So is that connected to your father or is this connected to your mother? It would be connected to my mom. It would be my stepdad's daughter. That's the only April connection I can think of. Okay. Well, we'll keep this there in case something later comes up from maybe something else that's connected. Yeah. So, okay. Um, they had me write down military earlier, though. Was your father? My dad was in the military. Thank you so much, because this is what I'm getting. Is um, I was getting a military father, and I was getting. Uh, was his dad also in the military? I think I'm not a hundred percent sure. Something I don't know. There's something else being floated in front of me here, and I'm like, I, okay. I'm not well. I know his brother was, but I don't. And is his he dad, yes. Oh, my dad's brother. Okay. That's what this is. Yes. It's like their flock of birds. Okay. Do you connect to flock of birds? So I'm just seeing a V. I'm seeing a V. So flock of birds, one moment. That's so good. Oh, that's the phrase of like the flock of flock like birds, flock like birds. Flock. I don't understand that. So birds, birds. Maybe. I don't know. Okay, one moment. I gotta, they're gonna need to do some other things for a moment. Okay. So I keep seeing my kidney and I see, I keep seeing my heart attack or like a birth. Yeah. So my dad had kidney disease. He had heart, he had heart disease. He did not have a heart attack, but his heart at the end of his life was extremely weak. Okay. Cause this is very, very intense as that. Weight that he's putting on me is pulling out my kidney and my heart strings. So it's like things yeah. are happening in my body. Yeah. Kidney failure. Uh, mm-hmm. He had liver and kidney failure. There's a lot of failing at the bottom right. So um, do you know, though, if anyone had a appendicitis? Oh, so my dad had Crohn's disease and he had his appendix removed. Or no, not his appendix, his uh, sections of his colon. Okay, because I have an appendix uh, scar, and he goes, I have a scar around there too. And so I I don't know if it was a scar, but he's trying to show me that Mm -hmm. there was some sort of surgery. Uh, So that's cool. Surgery Uh, on lower abdomen? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, He had had a couple. Um, Does he have a scar? Because my scar is like this. I don't remember. I don't I, I'm sure he does. I mean, I, I, I mean, he was in ICU for a long time. And because that's I saw. When I grabbed my scar, he's I saw I have one like that. So it's mm. like, OK, so is he so he obviously had surgeries because, um, yeah, anywho. So. Were you with your dad when he died? Yes. Because he shows me you were with him. 
I also feel like you supported his wishes and told him it was okay to go and or made sure that you thanked him for being your father. Is that correct? Yep. So we need to understand that these energies that he's presenting to me with through these emotional threads are very important to him. I'm not sure if he was incoherent or not. I do feel like the mind slowed down and maybe communication wasn't the best. So how do you understand that? Um, he went through a surgery and he was bleeding internally. And it was like trying to sew together a mop, you know, like they're like, we could, we try to sew it together and then it just disintegrates and it just creates a new bleed. And so he eventually just, basically bled out under anesthesia okay so the the disconnect from the body and the soul happened in that time correct yes okay thank you so much because that's kind of where i was uncertain because it did not feel like a normal person passing that was incoherent it felt very in and out as though maybe there were some things that were uncommon for the body to experience as far as the so it would match that. So nonetheless, he's trying to come through with saying that his soul was able to disassociate from the body before any pain could have been had. And there was no suffering or challenges had with the disassociation. Right. But he was stubborn. He makes me feel like his soul didn't want oh, to. Oh, yeah. His soul did not. He did he, not want to come. The doctors called him a modern miracle, you know, because everything he had wrong with him and how long he lived. Cool. So we understand that he reached the longest capacity of his life because he's the fighter. And so he's someone that also showed up um, in a form of masculinity for me. Do you honor his masculinity traits? I mean, if you're saying, am I like masculine because of him? Is that what you're asking? No, sorry. That was a weird question. Do you, re I still, okay. So when they show me this, this, this recognize this recognizes the respect and honor you still have for him. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Now, as far as the way that you are living your life, I do see differences in the way that we understand certain threads of understandings and being where maybe we choose to be a little more open with understanding people's decisions. And although you don't like the embodiment that you took from him, you work at it, but you don't blame your previous people, I don't believe, from the things that you have inside of you that you have to correct in this time of your life, where parts of you aren't who you are. Are when you say that reminds me of your dad or that reminds me of whoever and then you make changes right and so that is going to propel you in the direction that you need to be in to be that generational pivot did you keep his watch uh yep because he's validating these messages of growth by showing me that you kept his watch and um Microphone, mic drop. It's so funny, mic drop. I don't know why I saw mic drop. Um, so, did was was he cremated? Yes. He shows me cremation because it's all in the same little area as the watch. Um, was there something though that you didn't get that you wanted to get that belonged? on his or was there friction around somebody not getting something that they wanted 
could understand that. Uh, I don't think so. So did you get some of the ashes? Uh, yeah, he had. Yeah, I got the ashes. You got the ashes. Yep. Now, was somebody? Did somebody want some of those ashes, or did you? Did did no? I, and and if they and if they asked for them, they would have gotten some of them. But oh, that's not going to be that then. So um, I don't understand the not getting part, uh, not getting something. Um, mm. One moment. Um, is it the ring? Is there a class ring or like a um, like a service ring of some kind? Mm. I mean, I pretty much got all of his belongings. I'm his only son, and so he did have like a class ring or a wedding he didn't ring? have a he didn't have a class ring he had his wedding ring okay. and i think i gave that to his ex-wife who they were real close ex so your mom uh no stepmom sorry that's okay um okay thank you so much actually because i'm over here trying to figure out what he's trying to show me because he also showed me the phrase stepmom and so that would actually make sense okay that's just for me to figure out that has nothing to do with you okay <laughs> it's just funny whenever they give me stuff that i'm just, okay um okay so i see a tree a firefighter is there a fighter fighter somewhere was there a tree so I see a tree, they showed me a tree and then a firefighter. And it's almost as though maybe, I don't know if a plant was, a tree was planted for somebody or if there was a firefighter in spirit or if there's somebody on earth that's a firefighter. Um, I mean, he had the paramedics come to his house about three years before he passed. Firefighters came and got him, but I don't, I don't know if that's the tie-in, but. Do you know anyone though that took their own life? Mm. whether this was around the neck because around my neck is being had and i'm like by a tree so sometimes that means so okay so my dad had an esophageal varices which is a rupture of the blood vessel in your throat or a vein or whatever and he was essentially bleeding out into his own stomach got it so he was able to call 911 and they were to get him to the hospital. So that was three years before he died. He so he went into the ER because he not the day, the day he died with he 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 knew he was bleeding again in his throat. So he went in voluntarily. So when they went in to go do the surgery where they basically put a band over that blood vessel to stop it from bleeding, they put a band over one and then another one just would break through. So they were unable to stop the bleeding in the vessels in the esophagus. Okay. So that may be the throat thing. 1,000%. Um, but, okay, yes, to validate that um, he's safe and secure. Was, was he, I know you mentioned your religion, faith-based, but was he also a part of that? Was he, was he no. faith absolutely opposite okay thank you so much because i was getting confused by what you told me versus what he's showing me so, so my mom so i so my mom would go to so when my mom and my dad were married when i was like up until i was like 11 or 12 my mom would go to church and my dad would stay home 
And then as I grew up, mom got remarried to another guy that was very religious. And we were like at church, like all the time up until I like moved out on my own type of deal. So is it fair to say though, do you ever look at his life and think that he was misunderstood at times? Mm, I don't think so. <clears throat> because when you were talking to me, I was feeling sensations of him trying to talk when he was younger and I feel very misled and misguided as a little boy. And I'm wondering mm -hmm. if he was- that's, that's pretty possible because he had an older brother. And so my dad was like probably drinking when he was like 13. Drinking, drinking, drinking. So this yeah. Perfect. Okay, hold on. Let me talk. Let me let me have him talk. Let me because this is he's talking to me about him when he was a kid and he's writing the word drinking and he's making me feel like he he had like survivor, like he had to figure it all out. There was just a lot of growing up early and a lot of doing things. Very much. But I do believe though that he didn't always have the best control. Either that or his brother didn't have the best control of the habits or the decisions or the behaviors. I, I think he was just pressured into doing everything his older brother did. So I don't know the age difference, but I think it was probably five, six, seven years type of thing. So when you're 13 and they're 20 or, you know. So listen, that's going to mean that he was misunderstood because if he was trying to do more or less and be a different pivot, right? Right. And then when he married somebody and then that person wants to be in religion and he's just like, that's right. Not. So there's a misunderstanding here. And so it's followed him through where it just became his identity. And yeah. so we never think of it, about it that way, where a man just did what he wanted to do versus feeling a sensation of why he's doing things differently. It's because right. no one listened to him. And so he just is doing things his own way. And so, um, but did did he stop drinking or did he continue to drink oh he he had to stop because of the because, well because of crohn's disease okay because the medication they put him on i mean i think he probably found out about crohn's disease when he was in his late 20s and then the medication they put him on if you drink while you're on that medication you'll die okay because <laughs> so it's like he had no choice yeah that's probably what that was then was not wanting to quit because he showed me both signs of getting out of an addiction, but not wanting to. So that's why I asked those questions. Cause I was like, I'm not even going to try to figure that one out. So, um, all right. Um, it's so funny. Cause he's like at a distance. Like he's not coming right up to me, uh, but earlier he was, and then now he's at a distance. Is his mom also in spirit? Is your grandmother in yeah. spirit? Yeah, yeah, she's right there. That's why. Got it. Did was she part of? Uh, okay, well, was she was she part of your upbringing? No, I mean I. 
so his dad passed when I was probably 11 or so. And then she probably passed when I was maybe 13. Yeah. But they lived around when you were a child. Cause I just saw, oh, yeah, for sure. So listen, this is okay. So I've got, I've got pictures of me being little and they're, they're there and that type of thing. That's okay. But not so much connected to parental God. Cause is it fair to say that? you've really had to figure out your own life? Uh, I mean, maybe, yeah. Like, as far as maybe some of just decisions and choices and being the, you are sensitive, but yet you've had to put on these walls of being versions of you that you're not. And I just feel like if you could, and you're taking some patches off, you're taking patches off, you're you're anchoring down to who you want to be and you're chipping away some of your, like, it doesn't matter. Like, it's like, things just don't matter anymore. It's just like, we're just yeah. brushing shit off. Yeah, that makes and, sense. And so you've taken pressure off of yourself because you were responsible for you for so long that now you're just like, I need to just take care of me. Like, there's this release. And so I just think that you you are so problem solver that when you have a problem inside, you do what's best. And within your knowing, and we call this autopilot for some people, but I think that that's just the way that you've always survived. So it's just something that when someone like me calls out, it's just who you are. So you don't even think twice about it, but you're different than a lot of people. Yeah. And so that's what these differences are. And so if you can understand this, then you can take better control of who you want to be. And it's, it's this form that you're in now is that control of who you are and who you want to be. Um, so with the, okay, one second. So your dad seriously could have taken his health a lot seriously. Like, he's like, I could have taken this whole hell of a lot. Like, seriously, this journey is serious. There's a lot of taking things more seriously in general. Um, yeah, he would always like laugh about things. I think that was a coping mechanism. That's why I was laughing. I was like, I know that kind of guy. Um, and so, um, but could you, so the word rely, rely, could you rely on him? I mean, yeah, like I played baseball. So, I mean, there were times that I had to live at home while I was still kind of pursuing that dream, you know, and there's times that maybe he helped me out when I was, you know, out of the house or something like that. Okay. So you're married. Do you have, uh, yes. do you have a son? Yes. Do you also have a daughter though? Yes. But do you have three kids? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's showing some weird signs to show me that you have a daughter and a son, but then you have three kids. So I don't know if you have another daughter or son because he didn't give me any of that, but he just showed yeah. me a daughter, son, but do you have two daughters? Yes. Okay. <laughs> because it's very important that you know that your dad is around them. Fair? Yeah. And so... We just need to know that this is a, um, this is just a moment of your reading to let you know that he's proud of you because you are becoming 
more in tuned and enlightened to who you are. We Okay, so I'm going to speak candidly. He's giving me the microphone. Ah, got it. So earlier on when I saw the microphone, I wasn't sure what he meant, but now I get it. So wouldn't it be really cool to talk to somebody? He said, he says, my son, would it would be really cool for my son to talk to somebody that could really understand him right now because I could, I can't. He's like, I, I really couldn't understand him to the degree that maybe someone like you could. The sensitivity. The sensitive side of me, he's acknowledging. So in other words, there's a part of you that he couldn't talk to. There's a part of you that he couldn't understand. And I do believe that based off of his background of being in the life he had and the military, this rigidness is coming through, where right. he had like strictness or rules or policies that didn't always match with the way that you felt life should be. And that's probably why we heard life isn't fair and we just have to suck shit up and we just suck it up buttercup and that kind of thing. It's like right. just forward and grow. And the, the masculinity traits are toxic at times. And you're identifying portions of the toxic masculinity traits because your wife is sick of it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so your dad wants you to know that he's going to be there to help you through all of that because it's very important for you for him that you do this because I believe he says he missed the mark on doing that in his life. Fair? Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So we have to understand that that's why we're here. You want to know why the fuck we're all here? That's why. So he's like, my son has all the questions. I die and there's a, there's a plethora of questions. Oh, it's just funny. Um, he's like, I feel so wise over here. I feel like I know a lot more over here. So I don't think he felt confident in his knowing, but I feel like he could like bullshit things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that makes any sense, uh, but there's like, it's talking me in circles at times. That I don't know what that means, but there's talking in circles too. So um, hmm. finding a point was hard or would he always be get to the point? Does that make sense? Get to the point. Or would he talk in the circles? Because no, he would be like, get to the point. So I'm yeah. talking to circles. He's trying to get me to talk to the point. Got it. So um your dad shows me he dealt with his anger and rage on an inflex where he would probably have problems with handling when he was angry or upset. Does that make sense to you? Probably. Um I don't so, really, I, I mean, as a little kid, not little kid, but as a kid, like, I I remember him getting mad over stuff, but it wasn't, like, over the top, but just like anybody would, like, lose their temper from time to time. It wasn't anything over the top, but I do have a memory or two of him losing his mind if I, like, did something stupid as a kid, like, overly stupid, you know? <laughs> so... So the parts that, okay, let's talk about you then for a moment. The parts that you have that when you get upset with someone that doesn't understand you or doesn't listen to the degree that you feel deserved of, or maybe you're being misrepresented, how would you say you handle that? Would you, would you go down and not say much and just be complacent with where we're at or would you become more vocal or ragey or angry not saying that you would be like a dragon but you would probably maybe have like a temper fair yeah i think that's fair okay so i need you to know that those parts of you you don't like yeah that would be a fair statement your dad 
is agreeing. He didn't like that part of him. So you should understand how energy works. It's embodied reactions. So parts of what you're getting rid of is parts that you've embodied. And if you become more self-aware of the way you perceive and understand circumstances and people's lack of work ethic, you're going to actually understand yourself more. Because I do believe that you have irritations and people can get under your skin easily, that if you could just kind of, and maybe this is old you, either way, this, this is in you. And so we just need to kind of cap the way that we impact other people around us when we're bothered. Gotcha. Make sense? Yep. Because it's your wife. Your wife is getting bothered. Your the kids. Like things, things are happening to you that you can't control mm -hmm. inside. Right. And inevitably, you have emotional chopping blocks around you where nothing happens to you. If you yell or get upset or say the wrong thing, you can always come back around and say, I'm sorry, that's not what I meant. And so with that, we have to understand that. They just don't deserve that. And so we have to just come to terms with keeping our energy to a float to understand that the children we're teaching don't know better. They just simply don't. And so I believe that your parenting comes out differently to an extent, but I do sense that your dad comes out at times as well uh, because I keep hearing they don't know better. And so when I hear that, I don't know. Do you say that to them at times? You know, better. you know, you know what that where that strikes with me is, is I, well, I, I coach Perfect. and, and I coach little kids who are, who are five years old right now. Oh my and so, so I'm on the baseball field and I don't yell at them. I'm not one of those coaches. Right. But I might, I might speak loudly to get their attention. I say their name really loud to make them like snap, look up because the other team is about to hit the ball. Right. Cool. I love so that. That's, that might be where this is coming from of, Hey, like they don't know any better. Perfect. So, so listen, if you're doing this and if you're coaching and if there's this kind of, okay, ooh, 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 this is what's actually happening. So when you're doing that, you're swallowing your irritations. Because yeah, you're, you're keeping cool. So then your dad talks, is talking to me or show, let me just say, tell you, shows me that you have the ability of control there. But then I think at sometimes maybe at home, we, we feel safer to not feel the need to all, to do what you do when you're coaching. Is that fair? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So the, I don't know better part is going to go to both, but can you also treat them like you treat the team, that kind of ideology, like yep. just flip that around because what you need is like something to do for yourself to decompress, whether that's, you know, exercise or, you know, therapy or this or whatever. And it's just right. one of those things that we have to understand your needs um, better. Okay. Um, you are a empathic person. You have, you feel people's emotions. Yeah, I do. And your dad was not that way. I don't think so either. He was very, very scientific, very, if I can't prove it, it doesn't exist. 
So it's very hard for you to understand yourself because you did not have the proper guidance beforehand. You have to take full accountability of becoming the proper you because you were mishandled. Yeah. Yeah, I had the opposite extremes, right? I had the extremely Christian mother and the the atheist father. <laughs> he is atheist because that's the word I was getting when I asked about the spiritual. Oh, that's so cool. Okay. So, but astrology, are you getting into stars? Or is numbers, astrology and numbers? I'm getting those two things. No, I wouldn't say astrology from the standpoint of that, but I would say that we go camping and hiking a lot and that's probably like one of our favorite things to get out of the city and look up at the stars but it's okay. not it's not actual astrology per se in what Stop. you're what you're thinking yeah just so, looking so, up you know But did he also smoke cigarettes? Oh, yeah. Because I literally smoked a pack a day just now. Like, it was like, pack a day. Like, not a big deal. Yeah. Just like, okay. And, and he I eventually had to stop that because he got put on oxygen. Oh, my God. And I think he would go outside and smoke. And I remember as a little kid, he quit smoking. He quit smoking for a while. He quit smoking for a couple years. And then I remember, like, going into the closet to get like a jacket and I grabbed his jacket and I'm like, I fill a pack of cigarettes in there. I was like 12. So I was like, what's this? And he's like, Oh, those just must've been left in there for a long time or whatever. But I knew better. I knew what it was like. He was getting back into it, but yeah, he, he smoked heavily um, for, you know, a long part of his life. But I think there towards the end, I think, I think the last two to three years, I think he had to stop. Otherwise, he was going to shorten his life even more, you know? So is your son, okay, he shows me a sensitive son. Is your son sensitive? Yeah. Okay, so is he? does he place in the third? Is he the third? Oh, so like, I, yeah, the third kid? Yeah. So I have a, so yeah, so yes, I have a, the youngest, my youngest of three is a, is a son. Okay, because he says it's, okay, you're young, okay. So we're going to remember that who you were before he was born had to change because he was sent to help you become soft. Hmm. So you have to learn quicker, quick, quicker. I was going to say quickly, but then yeah. I got <laughs> Got to learn quicker that uh, your son is here to test your patience and your understanding of souls that have different ways of thinking and perceiving. And, and every the sensitivity is really getting through to you in a way of like, all right, I got to get, there's going to need to be a sense of understanding here because you need to just be the guy. Like, okay, don't you, I feel like you want to be the dad that like when the shit hits the fan, they come to you. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And so whenever they tell you something though, that's just maybe a little harmful towards like your moral compass, 
or theirs, what, how does that react? Do we, do we overreact? Do we respond? Because I do believe where they're kind of talking about is making sure that we remain or get to a open state of mind whenever somebody comes to you with a problem. It's that initial reaction that they're always going to remember, not the correction. Gotcha. So we need to always imply that they can feel safe from the beginning. Gotcha. Want them to feel safe when the shit hits the fan later. Right. And be able to come to you. Right. And so if I could encourage you to relate to their situation rather than shame or judge or redirect, they will feel belonged. Okay. They will feel validated and they will feel heard. And then more importantly, they will respect your guidance. That makes sense. And that's what you want. You want to be respected in a way that you don't have to yell. Fair? Yep. Yeah, that's fair. That is what has to change your reaction to when they become vulnerable with you because it has not been what they needed. Got it. But you're a doer and a fixer and you're, it's in your awareness now. So like you're going to be aware. And, and this, this process of thinking is going to free your expectations your father needs you to take expectations off of you immediately and i need he said i need him to to do what we're really bad at which is to decompress and to release like he's given me all of the emotional bullshit that we never talk about gotcha it's so important i need you to know something families that don't believe in therapy are generators of generational curses yeah like it's legit. Okay. So we need to get our mind fixated on change and know that you are it. Got it. Isn't that neat? Yeah. So all while taking off expectations of being this masculine version of yourself, we're going to continue to thrive to bring out the feminism because that's what your wife loves. That's what your kids need. And this is what's going to allow you to feel content with becoming more versions of yourself where you may have felt timid by being sensitive or wherever when you were younger. And this is what your dad wants from you. He wants to watch you become this version of you that he's going to be continuously proud of because that's time to change. Your son needs to feel safe, even if he's gay. I don't care. That's not what he said. I, so that's what I'm saying. Right, yeah. So it needs to be so different in a way where you can sit with something you just don't understand where you're like i i want to know i want to learn i want to know why you thought that that's what you had to do because can i teach you what you could have done next time to make you feel better about the way you feel you know that kind of guidance right wouldn't that be better to approach if you're like or how cool would it be if they made a mistake and then you would influence more of that mistake like for example for example they bring up something that broke right and it like it's a decor and it has one ear that's still on the other ear broke and instead of doing what my father would have done which was pulled out a belt and beat the shit out of me i (laughs) broke i broke the other fucking ear and i said Mm -hmm. go put it back it matches now like it's not a big deal yeah yeah it's the older like, I get, it's I'm I'm less tied to stuff. It's just stuff. But like when your emotion and your ego right. touched, it's the reaction to it. 
it's the ego that you have inside of you that reacts. And so we right. have to understand that it's, it's not the materialistic thing at all. It's going to be the embodiment of what you felt necessary to do in that moment versus the new day and age and what could be appropriate from the beginning rather than correcting intentions. Right. And that's, it's just this emotional control because if you're not ready for any kind of annoyance or friction, just like most people, we're going to be bothered. It's like, no, I don't have time for, you know, it's like irritation. So if we just become more aware and it's so exhausting, right? But that's where the children, we just need, that's where we lack the guidance. That's where you lack the guidance. That's where I like the guidance. So if we can change that pivot and just become a new narrative so that way our children can just continue to feel safe with being whoever they want to be, knowing that you can protect them and guide them because you too fucked up. You know, it's like yeah. we've all fucked up, you know, yeah. so that when our kids come at us and they say that they smoke pot or they did whatever, it's like, cool. How'd you feel? Like it needs right. like that where they feel safe coming to us because you know what happens sure. with school? We disassociate from our home life and we go to the zoo of school. Oh, and I know. So we have to meet best friends. I do believe our orbit family should be our best friends. I do believe yeah. we should, our children should feel safe to express concern, anger, rage. So something else that your dad wants me to bring up, you know, like when kids talk to you in a certain way, do you ever say things like, you can't talk to me like that? Mm, I don't think so. Okay. So I might, I might tell them like, Hey, like you have two adults are talking I'm like, Hey, hang on just a second. Like we're talking, but I don't ever say like, you know, don't say things like that. How old is your son? Uh, I've got a 14 and a half year old and a five-year-old. Um. I don't know why I was kidding. Did your dad say that to you when you were a kid? Don't talk to me like that. Probably might have. I don't. I don't like have a clear recollection of it. But oh, okay. So the deep, so the compression of your voice, the compression of like don't talk to me like that way is going to put you down in a place of being confined into speaking only a certain way. So you need to find where. Oh, it's probably to yourself. That's what it is. You're talking to yourself in a way that you you need to control. It's all, it's a psych, your internal dialogue, I believe is your father. Like, I think that there are things cycling back around that I think that if you take more control, you can say things like, you don't need to talk to yourself that way. Or yeah. I don't know if you're in your head, but there's these wheels that are in mine right now that are going back and forth as in like, it's not a big deal, but it's a big deal. It's not a big deal, but it's not. It's like, we don't know what a big deal is anymore. Right. So um, maybe just become more aware to you what matters. Because technically everything is a big deal if we make it one, but right. where care, like where does the care go? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, I can feel your soul unraveling a lot of things as far as beliefs and, and system like origins of beliefs. 
I can, I can feel the untetherment of some things and it's like, there's a ribbon floating. Okay. I see just a lot of ribbon floating. And so like what it's almost as though there's debris, but it's ribbon. It's like beautiful debris. It's like, they keep showing me floating trash, but they're like, it's not trash though. It's, it's lavender ribbon and it's floating and it's in cut. It's in shreds though. There's pieces. Um, and so lavender Lavender is healing, uh, like spiritual healing. So it's putting pieces together through through you. So your dad's soul is putting these these pieces together where you probably felt like shit and trash. Those areas, they're coming together. So I wouldn't be shocked. Like I, I if I were you, I would drink a lot of water because I believe you're gonna you, you just you're going to, it's going to come out of you. It's going to be a release. It's going to, it's a tetherment. It's a, it's an intertwining of threads here. It's going to be a really cool healing sensation because what's happened with your father's passing is something that happened with the divine timing to, to get you on the track of becoming this incredible man. Because I do believe that you were like, down from the existing of your father like your father being alive i do believe repressed you and i do believe there's moments of your awakening that you're going to see things differently where he's going to lift you up on pedestals and he's going to get you in areas of life that you didn't think were possible because this hopelessness inside of you being betrayed or this sensation around god and like not knowing what's real or what's not is driving you crazy because it's driving me crazy not knowing what to believe yeah. And it's causing you, I believe, not to sleep or to have thoughts in your mind that keep you up or having these weird sensations of like in and out, in and out. Like, I can't think about it. I can't because I do believe that when you go to think about it, it becomes very overwhelming. And then it's like, if you can just focus on your bills and your job and your family, then you don't have to worry about the big universal planning. But then your dad died. And it's like, well, fuck, I have no choice but to really think to myself. How can I have longevity? So this is you thinking, I believe. How can I have longevity? How can I be here for my children and my family? How can I do better? What can I do different? Fair? Right. Yeah. And I do believe that you're going to give yourself more credit because I don't think you know how much work you've put into your life. I don't think you know how much work you've done already in the generational patterns. I don't think you know how much you've already fucking done because you're doing this shit so on autopilot that you just feel like anybody would do it. But I got to tell you, dude, not everybody does this. Fair? Yeah. So we're going to pick up our toolbox and our belt. We're going to pick up our warrior stance and we're going to move forward with a spiritual development and a journey to find because you need the answers and you deserve the answers. And guess who's going to help you? Your father. Your father's going to help you through this because you're you're going to feel signs and symbols and you're going to have things around you that you won't be able to describe or explain except you're going to just know it's true. And when you just know it's true, you're going to need to know that it's true because if you doubt yourself ever, you will allow layers of a doubt protection and you are already so uncertain that you can't afford any more doubt. Yeah. So you're going to receive your knowing. Because your intuition told you as a little boy, you're always right. But then your dad told you that you weren't. There were times when you were right, but no one listened. But guess what? 
you're still the same person and you're always still right. And yeah. we don't have to yell to prove our points. We don't have to yell to validate ourselves and, the, and whether or not we listen to our intuition. We say, I deserve the blissfulness of life. And I deserve to be guided by the divine. Because if I'm here as the sacrifice, because no other soul can do what I'm doing, then I will make it work in the way that I want it to work. Because you have free will. And you can do anything within your reality. And we're not going to hold expectations on anyone around us, including ourselves. We're going to show up because you will always know what to do. So we're going to stop fearing, not knowing what to do, because you will always have the answer. You are beyond capable of this transition, this rebirth that you have already longed for. Your dad is going to do this with you. And the more serious you become within your own entity, the more you will help your children become more tapped in into their own gifts and abilities because you have very gifted children. Very gifted children. But do you know that they're waiting for their dad to come back? There's a part of you that I believe is not present at times. And we're going to wake up to some things because what they are doing is they're waiting for you to present yourself in a way where they can talk to you more about spiritual stuff. This is inside of them. I don't know yet what, I don't think that they know yet what this means. I think that they've experienced stuff that they don't want to, they don't know to talk about. So I do think that maybe centering a conversation around spirituality will be good. Gotcha. And normalizing anxiety, because I do sense that the family has anxiety. Anxiety is our sign from heaven that our souls are around us, the angels are around us. And so also signs from heaven or signs from our angels from anxiety means that we have a narcissist around us. And we're going to need to make sure that we don't get upset because for angels on earth to look valid, they cannot turn into demonic entities by being Rachel. And so if we become these intuitive angels that know like, ooh, there's someone that doesn't have the same intentions as I do, and I can feel it in my tummy, there's something around, we don't have to feel like it's anxiety. We can just connect it to a sign and then it goes away. So I do believe your daughters are going to have a really good bullshit meter. I believe that that's going to get them where they need to be. Uh, so do you have the two daughters or one daughter? Uh, I've got, well, I've got, yeah. Yeah. So I've got, so I've got step, step kids too. So there's okay. we have a total of five. So, okay. So, but biological though, you have the three. Well, we have four. So I have three of my own and yeah, then one. Yeah. One, she has one, they have one together. So total of four, two boys, two girls. Yeah. Um, so there's, there's just a lot of, a lot of open doors that will be happening when you really realign with yourself and the tranquility that you're going to find is going to be beautiful. And uh, it's your life is going to make more sense. You will make more sense. Um, understanding that you have a spiritual contract that was had, to where you signed up for the lessons that you're, you're, you are receiving. And so did your dad. So are your children. Everyone's doing their part. 
but sometimes we miss marks and that's why we are rebirthed from the reincarnation process so that we can do it again not for kicks and giggles because this shit's fucking hard it's to not miss the mark gotcha and that's why we keep having kids so that's where lightness light comes in and uses the religion that says have all the kids of the in the world because to be <laughs> frank we're not supposed to have a shit ton of kids right now right healing and so the the planet is healing and so what runs in the healing is the children <laughs> yeah but then we feel but the healing can't take place without the children because we became or we become the capable adults that we needed as a child and that's the ultimate healing so we have to also know that when we feel like we're overcompensating our parenting to our children we have to be overcompensating our healing instead, because that's the only reason why you're doing more for your kids than what you had is because you're healing the little kid inside of you, but you're, you're doing it to the wrong kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so when you feel the need to do more for a child, it's because you needed it. So then can you do more shit for yourself? Right. And right. Your wife needs to hear that too. I believe. Would you agree? Probably so. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so anyway let me grab uh, some angel cards real quick They're right here never mind cool so are you not working out or do you not have like a flow like a routine with your body right now no unfortunately i don't i'm yeah, so incredibly funny. busy with kids and everything else your dad is so funny and says his ass needs to go back to the gym or go to the gym or something that's funny. Okay, so um, so these are just oracle cards. And let me shuffle them again, just so you can see. Just, you know. So then I will cut it. Let me do one more time. Okay. Ooh, so your first card is recognize the signs from above. Angels are sending you messages, but you're too distracted to notice. Stay alert and open to divine guidance. I saw a penny. Do you see pennies? Pennies? Yeah, like coins. Okay, so if you ever find a penny on the ground, it's a sign. But if it's with other coins, it's just loose change. So, (laughs) okay. (laughs) So I love this so much. Don't settle for less. You are a child of the divine and you deserve to have your dreams come true. Don't give up. So remember the cap and the divine, the child, like that all makes sense. So that's beautiful. Embrace your life purpose. I am guiding you towards your divine life purpose. Whatever makes your heart joyful is what you're meant to be doing. And then the last card usually encompasses just the place of life that we're in. And yours is... No, it is not yet time. This is not the divine right time to take action. Please be patient. The opportune moment is approaching. Is Could that be for work? I mean, yeah, probably so. That makes a lot of sense. Okay, because I got work on that one. Like I got the work thread. I got career. I got like moving forward, just pause, wait, observe. I'm getting observe, wait, um, receive. Uh, it's almost like you're you're going to get more information or ads or pictures or graphics to inspire growth okay and i do believe that you need to settle with the knowing of when you are ready to make the decision i do are you 
So April, I think decisions can be made. So I don't know what's going on. Oh, so maybe that's next month. Okay. Yeah. So remember four April? Yeah. There, I'm getting it again. So um, I would imagine in the next several weeks, we're springing into decisions and movement forward. Finances are coming in. Can you hire on a couple people? What is this? Mm, no, I mean, we're, it's just me and my wife that run a, you know, a, a business. I, I, co I basically coach baseball to, as, as my business, if that's how you want to think of it. Um, so the, the, the delegation of other people, is it, do you have other teams or is it just you? And yeah, you there, there's other teams involved. Okay. And so, I mean, there's like new ideas that we're putting together that may come to fruition in April. Cool. Type of thing, so, okay. So if you ever find yourself needing help, they're saying, get the help. So that's like, wherever that is coming from, it's like, I, and I don't care if money isn't there. They're like, just do it because we'll provide. So okay. it's just a do. So, uh, cause what we don't want, we don't want this to run in the way of, um, our joy. So if we feel stressed or, you know, if you ever, if, if, with new ideas and new moves, sometimes we may, and it may not be people, it may be like, um, other resources, right? Like, I don't know what you, you know, sometimes if we're, for me, I use Canva for my ads now because like right. it's see, where I was doing that shit on my own. And so I believe that the asking for help could also be making it your flow easier. Like, hmm. okay. Yeah. So asking for help, bringing on hire doesn't necessarily mean employees. It just means right. I'm doing it. So it's they almost need it to be easier or softer on the heart pressure yeah like streamlining things yeah streamlining that would be a good word cool well right on well i hope this helps you so much um and if you're ever interested i have an elite program where people see me bi-weekly and then they have a third session every month um it's like it's a monthly thing but anyway um okay that helps with people that are trying to be like, you know, become more developed, more intuitively um, tapped in and or uh, go back and, you know, help with certain parts of life that were conditioned. Yeah. Whatever. I, don't know. So, I feel like I'm pretty sensitive to that stuff to the point where people just tell me it's just coincidence when I try to describe things that to me don't seem like coincidence, you know? That's exactly right. So you're going to be able to tap in onto the grid. So you're, they're saying that you're tapped in on the grid. And so you're going to be seeing things that will make sense to you, but not to others, because you know that you're part of a mission and moving forward is something that you're here to do. That's why you're going to have this sensation where you can't sit still and even watch a movie all the way through. It's like, so we're going to need to like really work on that slowing down this thread back here. It's on the back. Right. So does that make sense to you? Yeah, I'm going like constantly all these if, next two months are complete craziness. But yeah, it's like here and all the way down my whole spine. So you, you almost need uh, to ground yourself like so, you know, you, you just put your feet on the ground. I would I would do the sitting in the chair outside, feet on the grass and just connect to nature. And I would do this on a good temperature day because we don't want to be bothered by temperature. And so and listen to more music that's going to get you back on track. Okay.
like vibrational music, like the meditations, like not with words. You need vibrations. You rise. Right. I, I listen to instrumental hip hop a lot. That's what I'm getting for you because the vibrations are rising whenever you are not on words. Right. So use that. How oh, cool. How the hell would I know that? Right. Yeah. <laughs> so anywho wow what a cool reading i hope this helps um yeah man, I, I appreciate your time and um if you want to go to my event that's two days next month let me know and i'll just give you tickets for free all right man i'll i'll be in touch i got your number i can text you yeah awesome <laughs> i'll talk to you later thank you Thanks, so much man. i appreciate it see ya. you bye-bye